0: going to try and shame you into standing at the podium again. Yeah, I don't want to stand up. <laughs> <laughs>
1: this is better. I a, mean, it's more comfy for you.
0: An old lady once told me
2: lots of things, but specifically this one thing. She said, uh, why stand up when you could sit down? And why sit down when you could lay down? You know how old that lady lived to be?
1: I'm guessing she died shortly after you
0: told <laughs> you this. Yeah. She
2: did, but she told me it. <laughs> She told me at the age of ninety six. So, wow! what she was talking about yeah, empirical evidence. (laughs) Did she have a Twitter?
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's called science, my friend. (laughs) Yeah, she she clearly lived life to the fullest. (laughs) If her motto was "lay down whenever you can,"
2: (laughs) I could laugh at that. That's my ex-wife's grandma. Fuck her. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck all the people in that family. (laughs) Except the kids I had with, so
1: yeah, not to fuck them them too.
2: Whatever. (laughs) Anyway, anyway, (laughs) they choose to live with their mom. Anyway, let's play stab. (laughs) Let's just play stab. Let's play stab. I only pay for four bedrooms, (laughs) so they could be there twenty percent of the time. Let's play stabs. (laughs) (laughs) Roughly twenty-four to ninety-two hours. Eight hundred and fifty-six dollars a month. (laughs)
1: <laughs> and you've been to none of the college. <laughs> Roughly 24 to 92 hours ago, Stab's team of comedy scientists committed. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
2: so, when we were married, right? It wasn't even going that bad, right? It wasn't going. We were like year four into married, so we had two of the children. And her dad. We go out in her dad's backyard, and her dad comes up to me and says, "Hey, if you ever want to leave your family, I'll take care of them." <laughs>
1: Seriously, says that to me. You didn't use that free pass, dude. You didn't have to even roll three times to get out of jail. <laughs> Who the
2: fuck says that? You know how I mean, emotional I get in court when I'm trying to get more custody. That the father said, I can't even get that out of my mouth. It's so ridiculous. <laughs>
1: Stab. 24 to 92 hours ago, Stab's team of comedy scientists commissioned four specific humorists to give various, gonna... various <laughs> potential comedic takes on several random topics which they'll now perform for the first and likely last time in front of a live studio audience Fucking in a day. show called Stab! Celebrate! Stab. Celebrate
2: that you're here! Welcome! Welcome! Welcome to Stab! Stab! I'm your host, John Morris Ross the Fourth. Are you guys ready to meet all the contestants of this show? Okay, good. There's Jojo Lewis. Jojo the table hater Lewis. Luke Sawyer, right there. Yeah. His dad just died recently. It's my only credit. <laughs> Feel bad for him. Anyway, uh, Kim Martell. She... Stand. As Luke's dad was dying, she was bringing life into the world. She has a baby. That's a circle of life, right there. Yeah. Oh, it's like, wait, is my dad your baby? Yeah. Oh.
3: He's very Russian.
2: <laughs> that's recycling. Jesse Jones, he's only dead inside. But let's hear for Jesse Jones.
0: <laughs> Just an empty shell.
4: <laughs>
2: Jesse's so dead inside he was reincarnated as himself. That's
0: <laughs> wow. That's sad. <laughs> That's really dumb. I don't even know what that I means. Feel, I feel bad for me. I was probably hoping for an upgrade, not just the same thing. They're like, nope, you deserve yourself. <laughs> that's like, Lord Vishnu said
2: that's that.
1: We, that's weird. that You can go through the whole life. That was a gift life. Yeah. the
2: then, homeless gentleman gave us was yeah. that Vishnu thing. Can I trade you? <laughs> trade you? You, got a, you got a cockroach from him, a fake cockroach.
0: So did, uh, did this crazy person just wander by a party city and then just come <laughs> over?
2: over to Stab. He's really nice, though, you guys. He's anyway. just enthusiastic for, about life. He's so nice that I <laughs> locked the doors once you guys got <laughs> in here because <laughs> I didn't want to. Yeah. Yeah. Well, guys, welcome to the show, Stab. A lot has happened <laughs> <laughs> over yes. over the course of... Uh, what, like, why are you guys... You guys, all three of you, not Jesse, no. but all three of you guys, you guys spend a lot of time with each other, and we figured, why not book them together <laughs> since they already have... Uh, well,
5: I used to. They do stuff without me now. Oh. <laughs> well, yeah.
3: yeah. <laughs> in, it,
1: in my defense, how are we, how are we going to place down? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is that a thing? <laughs> how are you moving well, on?
2: <laughs> <laughs> hey, Luke, that's what you get when your dad dies. You know, people, yeah. people get awkward. They don't want to <laughs> hang out anymore. Yeah.
3: No, babies Babies are a buzzkill, but not as much as your dad does. <laughs> no.
5: right. Hey, how are my dead dad's shoes working out for your son? There. <laughs>
2: Yeah, (laughs)
5: last time on staff—is that really what happened? Yeah, we had a white elephant
2: gift. No, we had a yeah, it was white elephant. We had a white elephant gift thing,
0: and then Luke brought his dead dad's (laughs) shoes.
5: (laughs) Wore them. It was like brand new shoes from like 1999. And I
0: got stuck with them. Well, just because they weren't worn doesn't mean they can't be haunted. <laughs> well, <yeah. laughs> I didn't say they weren't haunted. I'm they were
1: thinking they were the shoes he was buried
0: in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, actually, now that I think about it, we have two dead dad items here we because do. it's still under the counter over there. So the shoes are over there, and oh. my oh. actual dead dad's ashes are up, are up there. The right right <laughs> we're just collecting right. Right ghosts instead. Awesome.
3: Oh, I'm kind of I'm envious that I don't have a dead dad to contribute some stuff.
0: <laughs> well, with. get mm-hmm. on it.
2: <laughs> Do you? Oh alright. Perfect. <laughs> We're collecting all the dead there. So Luke brings me size nine shoes. Yeah. <laughs> and I wear thirteen ladies. <laughs> I didn't. You wear thirteen ladies' shoes? 13. <laughs> size thirteen and ladies. <laughs> that's
1: that's nine. So it's size <laughs> nine. Yeah, you can fit those. Yeah. Thank you. Uh-huh. That might
0: I, be was, a, I was gonna might Google the math. Oh
2: <laughs> <laughs> my god, let's play stab. <laughs> Not that one. <laughs> right. This one. Let's play step. Oh man, I forgot to rewrite the intro to this one. Uh, this first of segment's course. called reorganization, uh, which is something I need to do with my priorities. Uh, everyone, please have taken the following acronym and reimagine it. What does it now stand for? Who or what does it now represent? Uh, Just being, do it. It I'm doesn't do matter. It. Okay. It's a repeat. Okay. Uh, being that Netflix is what's her name, Marie Kondo. Yes. Is that mm-hmm. it? That Marie works. Kondo. Yeah. Is that how you say it? Sure. The lady that is making everyone feel bad for having stuff? Uh, Being that Netflix's Marie Kondo is the most recent foreign-born celeb uh, to show Americans how to get their shit together, uh, today's acronym is SHAME, S-H-A-M-E.
1: What does shame mean to you, Jojo? (laughs) Okay. Shame. Um, I have to evoke a character, and also I need you guys to imagine that I'm sitting in this chair and it's backwards. Okay. That's a key visual. All right. <laughs>
2: <clears throat> like the chair's backwards, or you're facing <laughs> the wall.
1: <laughs> because I don't want to have to deal with the agility yeah, needed to pick a up a lot. chair, spin <laughs> it around. Also, no, <laughs> <laughs> no, because I have to move it back, and I might sit on my balls. <laughs> Use your mind's eye. Anyway. Hey Jojo, what? Fuck your stupid chair. <laughs> <laughs> totally, it's yours. Ch- anyway. <laughs> That's <it's> shame. <laughs> Hi there, Jojo Lewis, pornographic health instructor. Listen, (laughs) your teacher asked me to come and talk about your concerns, and look... I know, porn's hard on everybody involved, and that lower intestinal health is key, not just for you, but for everyone. Whether it's one, two, three guys, softballs, fruits, vegetables, furniture, flora, fauna, fire, rocks, potatoes, there's a lot of risks that come from being an actress or actor anyway, but even more so when you're doing your own um, stunts. Wait for it. So... Here's a milk enema. It's safe, settles the lower tummy, and can be served warm or cold, and it's certified organic.
0: That's what I got. Shame.
2: So here's a milk enema. Yep. Very good. Very good, Jojo. Yeah, there it is.
1: <laughs>
2: Very good. I turned in my homework on time. <laughs> also, middle line of a haiku. Okay. Um, Luke Soyen. First line. Yeah. Wait, no, that was seven.
1: So oh you're right. Yeah. yeah.
2: I know I'm right. Dude, you won. <laughs> you cunt. Look <laughs> <laughs> soyan. Cheer up. <laughs> he's not coming back. What does shame what does shame mean to you?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: they weren't close, it's fine.
5: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, fuck my dad. No, I'm kidding. okay. <laughs> Just when I make jokes about it, no one laughs. laughs. But everyone else can make jokes about my dead dad. It's, <laughs> All right. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Can I just workshop my dead dad jokes real quick? No kidding. Uh, okay, so mine is uh, sharts happen around midnight. Embarrassingly, that's uh, never happened to me, but I assume it happened to someone once, like maybe a guy who ate a lot of Del Taco for a day, or a porn star who did a lot of anal for a day. There yeah, they are. Or just a, yeah, there's more of that, and um, or just like Guillermo yeah. del Toro, he looks like. He sharts a lot. (laughs) Also, midnight is the witching hour, so it seems like a time when sharts would happen because witches are, you know, mischievous and stuff. (laughs) Also, demons, they probably get in your butthole and make you shart, so just be careful. Eat some kale before you go to sleep (laughs) or drink some kombucha. I ran out of stuff I wrote, so this is just the rest of it. (laughs) You're welcome. Very
2: good, Luke. Very good. My condolences. Kim, (laughs) what does shame mean to you?
3: Well, uh. hello, men. (laughs) (laughs) BDE, that's big dick energy, is so 2018. It's a new year, and it's time for a new you. Are you tired of people expecting you to do even the bare minimum? Tired of making things happen and ready to just give up and let life happen to you? Well, get ready. Because this year's big energy trend is shame. That's simple, harmless, average man energy. <laughs> <laughs> Don't overachieve. Believe that someone else will probably do whatever it is that you're supposed to. <laughs> <laughs> Having to mansplain everything is exhausting. So why not stop doing that? It's 2019. Who are you trying to look your best for? <laughs> Beat Doey. Beat Dad Bob. <laughs> the Dad oh. Bod. Don't rape women. <laughs> I'm just putting that last one out there. Women love that, but that's not why you've got shame. Shame is about you. Shame from the people who brought you give up. That's <laughs> guns in very easily unlocked places.
2: <laughs> very good. <laughs> very good. <laughs> Kim Gillette Martell. <laughs> stepping up to the... <laughs> J-
0: Jesse Jones. Yeah. I already know, but what does shame mean to you? <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, now I need to wonder what that means. And I wish this was shorter. Uh, from Ellen Fuller, President, Fuckable Cakes LLC, <laughs> to all Fuckable Cakes store managers, CC all Fuckable Cakes store employees. Fucking corporate. <laughs> Subject, new policy, all locations. Good afternoon, Fuckable Cakes family. (laughs) (laughs) I'll get straight to the point. We realize our products are very fuckable. (laughs) And your skilled handiwork is a large part of just how much our customers want to be fucked and or fuck our cakes. It's it's better backwards. How much our customers want to fuck and be fucked by our cakes. See, that just reads better. Yeah, she didn't delete. The delete key doesn't work. Backspace doesn't work on her keyboard. (laughs) We do appreciate that instances of employees having sex with our product has declined sharply since management and employees came to a compromise last spring, allowing two paid 10-minute masturbation breaks per shift of six hours or longer. But it's recently been brought to our attention that some employees have become lax in holding up their end of this bargain. And so we must sadly address things. Updating our masturbation break policy with a shame clause, which we assumed when implementing these breaks would have... uh, (laughs) God damn it. (laughs) Would have not to be explicitly outlined, but would have been understood as unspoken part of management's agreement. Sadly, in light of recent reports, we have no choice but to issue this directive. After your break, all employees are required to shame themselves. Soap hands after masturbating. Everyone. (laughs) Good. You're right. I should end there. (laughs) Power through. (laughs) Quickly running your hands under lukewarm, or in some cases even cold water, does little to remove traces of seminal discharge or female ejaculate. (laughs) You're not benefiting the customer or your fellow employees with a few seconds saved by not properly soaping your fluid, slicked digits. Oh, God. (laughs) Sorry. Do note that if the simple request cannot be followed, management will be forced to renegotiate these previously agreed-to paid masturbation breaks. Perfect time for someone to come in. (laughs) Remember, paid masturbation breaks are a privilege, not a right. And abuse of this privilege can lead to its revocation. This is not a conclusion we at Fuckable Caves prefer. <laughs> but if you cannot simply shame yourself, so pans out from masturbating everyone, <laughs> then we'll be forced to revert to the unpaid post-lunch circle jerks of days gone by. <laughs>
2: very good. <laughs> Pay attention. Very good. Very good.
0: That was, that was reorganization. Was I there more? Was <laughs> I feel like there was No, more no, no, no. Okay. No. Can I, I hated s- that it was that can, long. Can I get a soda? Sure. <laughs> yeah. what, would, what would you like, Kim?
3: Like a,
0: Soda now, Danielle. Yeah, we got a diet coke. Sure. Yeah, yeah, two
3: dollars. Can I pay you two dollars? Just one is simple.
0: Cook? One is one is fine. <laughs> okay. Hell, I want to give it to you because I'm a bad businessman. Right. Yeah.
2: We should give it to her. We're not paying anyone for I'm, this show. No.
1: I'm a, what? Uh, <laughs>
3: It's, uh, it's We're from especially not based Danielle. on their ability to each based on their need and I have the ability. Okay,
1: shut out. up you <laughs> fucking socialist. Oh, yeah, all right. right.
0: <laughs> I do need it more than anybody else here. Jesus. <laughs> that <laughs> anyway, is true.
2: Carry
3: on. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right.
2: Are we good? Red menace. Yes. Oh, I'd like some uh, M&M's. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, are we ready to move on to the next segment, please? Did everyone enjoy the last segment? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay, good. Yeah. See? <laughs> Energy. Yeah. Wow. That brings us to our next segment called The Topical Haiku Challenge. Jojo already did one third of a haiku. 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 That's what I call him. <laughs> uh, everyone, please have composed three haiku in regard to the following topical headline. The headline read Man Keeps Leaving Pea Soaked Baloney at Woman's Door. Yeah!
3: <laughs> <laughs> Do you know that guy?
2: Proper reaction. <laughs> Dude, like that's that almost me? a haiku. Really? Wait. wait. Yeah, the, the the headline is almost a haiku. Man keeps leaving pee-soaked baloney at woman's door. Oh, it's one syllable short. I counted mis- Dude. Four. Doorstep.
1: Oh, you can start it up by going, bro.
2: Bro. <laughs> <laughs> All right, JoJo. Man keeps leaving pee-soaked baloney at woman's door. Let's hear the first of three haiku from you.
1: Okay, first one is titled Doubt. You know, for a victim, you seem to know it was P pretty quickly. <laughs> <laughs> Very good, Jojo.
2: Luke. Yeah. What is, what's your haiku, first haiku?
5: Um, I have a big dick. Well, actually, it gets shorter every day.
2: <laughs> okay.
5: Get get it? Get it? I will later. Chopping his dick up little pieces at a time every day. It's, oh I see. It's, it's gross. Not I see. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I understand. Uh, Kim, what's
5: yours? Kim, yeah.
1: <laughs>
3: Mark my words, woman. You will remember my name. O S C A R
0: Nice. That's great. That's, that's, that's really good. That's very good.
1: <laughs> Jesse had one just like that. You <laughs> <laughs> he can hear it in his voice.
0: No, I, I didn't, but now I don't want to do <laughs> any of them. Um, let's see. Uh, first is titled Resolution. If not now, then when? So many bags of piss meat. <laughs> oh delivery time. <laughs> <laughs> Jojo, you're second of three. Haiku. Okay.
1: It doesn't matter how much zestier it is. It's still baloney. Oh. Okay. <laughs>
5: Luke. Uh, sorry about pee. I ran out of condiments. Always have pee, though.
3: <laughs> Kim This is uh, from the perspective of a local Albuquer- Albuquerque realtor <laughs> Three bedroom, two path Ignore the pea baloney Upgraded countertops
0: <laughs> God damn it, Kim <laughs> Uh
2: so. I told I told you, Jesse. I told you women were funny. You didn't believe me. No.
0: <laughs> it's going to take more than two good haikus to win. convince me. <laughs> <laughs> sure. All
1: right. All All right,
0: right, okay, Jesse. Uh, second title generosity. <laughs> Nobody doesn't like free mystery meat, right? Right? <laughs> Nobody, right? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Very good. <laughs> Jojo, third pass. Right, this one is titled, Man Keeps Leaving. <laughs> I have to wonder, how much pee baloney is too much to ignore? <laughs> That's a good question.
5: Luke. Yes. Uh, if you don't notice, my pee-pee-soaked baloney. <laughs> Your doorbell's next, girl.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: and Kim.
3: Uh, this is from the perspective of the police dispatcher. But it's baloney. How can you tell it's pee so? <laughs> it still smells the same.
2: <laughs> Very good. Very good. <laughs>
0: Jesse Jones Uh, Third is titled Lunch Meat of the Month Club (laughs) (laughs) January's Meat Baloney February Olive Loaf March Spam (laughs) (laughs) That's all (laughs) (laughs) Very good That was
2: uh, Topical Haiku Challenger Yay (laughs) Yeah
1: be enriched by art. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what did you say, JoJo? Be enriched by art? Oh, very good. I know. That brings us to the third of five segments, in case anyone wants to leave and is anxious. <laughs> We're halfway through. <laughs> uh, the segment's called This Was Today Once jojo lewis you hate this uh segment absolutely just like everyone that does it yeah but we're gonna do it anyway Mm -hmm. uh today is national serpent day i don't know if you knew that it is actually national serpent day but also on this very date 1976 Sonny and cher resumed their tv show despite their real life divorce uh how did you choose to celebrate these two things combined
1: well john serpent day is a very important day here in america Uh, It's probably one of the most important days as it's the only day per year that our reptilian overlords don't make an overt pass to cover up their way of thinking. I will go on. (laughs) You see, John, the Illuminati might be putting trails of God knows what to control the weather, but uh, you know who's really in control of all of us? The reptiloids, all right? (laughs) The Jews might be controlling the economy, but who controls the Jews? (laughs) Moses, reptiloid. <laughs> you see, the reptiloids have controlled our government ever since its formation in 3 BC. Bet you didn't know that, John. I didn't. That. That's right. They're nothing if not crafty. I mean, they chose to keep the amphibioids out of their parliamentary votes. Not with war, but by making them all gay. <laughs> it's a genius plan if I do say so myself. So reptile day is the velvet glove that coats their scaled iron fist. (laughs) (laughs) And that's why it's so important I remember that uh, Sonny and Cher returned to television on Reptile Day because it's proof that our reptiloid (laughs) hypermasters are stupid. (laughs) Case in point, John, how many episodes of Stab have you done so far?
2: 161.
1: Have you (laughs) hosted any of them with your ex-wife?
2: No. (laughs) case in point
1: (laughs) guess we know you're a human (laughs) and so I celebrated this day by thanking white Jesus that the reptiloids are too stupid to know that traditional non-gay marriage ends in (laughs) murder-suicide not in a pansy-ass divorce and healthy relationship (laughs) thank you John you're welcome (laughs) Jojo
2: Luke Soyan Today is Bubblegum Day, also. <laughs> <laughs> National Bubblegum Day today.
1: That's awesome. Uh,
2: yeah. Also, on this very date, 2003, Space Shuttle Columbia disintegrated during the <laughs> re entry of Mission STS 107 into Earth's atmosphere, <laughs> killing all seven astronauts aboard. Uh, how'd you celebrate those two things all mixed up together? <laughs> <laughs>
5: Well, I tried to put their bodies back together with some gum. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I I just made that up. That wasn't even in here. not bad. Not bad. I know. They didn't like it, but that's okay. Um, (laughs) No, I'm kidding. Uh, All right. This one I've been rewriting this whole time. Uh, Well, I don't know if you know this, John. There's nothing you didn't know. You don't know a lot of things, apparently. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry about that. (laughs) But the, the Columbia disintegrated when a piece of foam broke off during the launch and damaged the wing of the shuttle upon re-entry, the damaged wing caused the shuttle to lose control and burn up in the atmosphere. And I don't know about you, but I just feel like if they had had some gum, that wouldn't have happened. (laughs) Um, It kind of makes this day ironic, because celebrating gum in a tragedy that the gum could have stopped happening. (laughs) That's kind of fucked up, right? Did NASA not see the Rocketeer? (laughs) It worked for him. He had gum on that thing the whole movie. And he flew everywhere, and then as soon as he takes it off, what does it do? Explodes Timothy Dalton. So, you know that I just said that different than the thing I wrote, so I'll skip ahead. So what I did, what I did to celebrate was I went around and I fixed broken stuff with gum. I went all around town. I chewed like two thousand two hundred. Sorry, only two hundred. It's a lot still. Two hundred yards of
1: <laughs>
5: of hubba bubba bubble gum tape, and boy, are my jaw tired. <laughs> I fixed a jump bike with a broken seat I found a bunch of branches on on the floor and I
2: <laughs>
5: I fixed a tree and um, I also fixed this guy's sandwich that was falling apart you guys ever go to Jack's they're way too big those sandwiches <laughs> and then I saw a broken marriage walking down the street so <laughs> so I just put some gum in their hair and suddenly they had bigger problems <laughs> Guess what? They're probably still married, because that was earlier today and divorce takes a long time. <laughs> it's true. Anyways, I went around and did that. <laughs> John knows. It's very true. I'm sorry. Six months in a day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, California. Um until the next one or no I'm kidding. <laughs> All right. Uh riffing is bad. No. Um let's uh, so yeah. Where was I anyways, I went around and did that, just hope everyone remembers that there's no reason to let tragedy happen when there's gum around. You know, I feel like if those people in the World Trade Center had just had some gum, could have slapped it onto those burning beams and kept those buildings alive.
1: (laughs) Those buildings alive. Yeah. And the people (laughs) (laughs) very good, Luke.
2: Reminding us of the darkest day in our most recent history. Very good. Very good, Luke. Uh, Kim Martell, on this date, 1327, the teenage Edward III is crowned king of England, but the country is ruled by his mother, Queen Isabella, and her lover, Roger Mortimer. That sounds awesome. Her lover. I was waiting to say that sentence all day. And her lover, Roger Mortimer. Uh, also on this very date, 1969. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right, JoJo? Uh, we 69 all the time. Damn. Each other. All the time. Jim Morrison is arrested for exposing himself in concert. Uh, how'd you celebrate these two things? The. Uh, uh, well, first mentioned? of all,
3: I feel deeply inadequate because this is going to be a real short one, you guys. <laughs> uh, so I plan... Wait. What day is it? It's... Oh, it happened today. Um, So today, (laughs) I spent today, the first day of February, like I spend every first day of February, I put on a crown, and I took off my pants. (laughs) Like a royal Winnie the Pooh. I paraded my bare ass down Main Street of Woodland singing Light My Fire to anyone who would listen. (laughs) The end.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Very good. Very good. You're a good mom. (laughs) Jesse Jones. On this date, 1987, American mixed martial artist and actress Ronda Rousey was born. Woo! (laughs)
0: Huh?
2: She got beat Uh, (laughs) by Holly Holm. Anyway. Uh, also on this very date, 1902, China's empress—I uh, don't know how to say that. <laughs> Can you help me, Jojo? What's yes! that? T Z U H S I. You watch a lot of anime. I don't. What is it? So the- Su Hai. Okay. On this date, 1902, <laughs> China's empress Su Hai forbids binding women's feet. She forbid it. Mm-hmm. Super cool.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Forbid- it says you. No. <laughs> <laughs> How did you choose to celebrate these? (laughs) Uh, Well, for the last few years, on the first of every month, uh, I volunteer with the non-denominational self-defense instruction league dojo of Carmichael. (laughs) As a masculine aggression simulated threat, or MUST for short, I'm a living attack dummy for the beginner-to-intermediate women's groin strike graduation (laughs) assessment demonstrations. (laughs) It's extremely fulfilling. (laughs) I have my own personal padded masculine threat sparring suit. There's several styles uh, these uh, classes employ. Big plush overstuffed costumes like sports mascots. (laughs) If all the teams had toxic masculinity mascots. (laughs) They all have cute little code names like Trailer Park Romeo. (laughs) Crowded Bus Bulge Grinder. (laughs) Oppressive patriarchal figurehead, and so on. <laughs> My personal costume comes from the abusive boyfriend line. Specifically, the I can change him model. <laughs> so, in order for these women to pass their final practical technique exam, they demonstrate their mastery of several ground strikes on my heavily padded costume cod piece. <laughs> so each woman, uh, one by one, faces me in my costume. I take a threatening posture and deliver one of several misogynistic dialogue provocations, such as, Stop studying that voting ballot! <laughs> the only thing you need to know how to read is the recipe of that sandwich you should be making me, woman! <laughs> <laughs> Or really any sentence starting with actually <laughs> and then going on to explain something that they're expert in, <laughs> like they're a developmentally disabled houseplant. <laughs> I find that really gives those groin strikes a laser-like precision. <laughs> so if you notice me sitting a little gingerly throughout this evening's program, just know that that's because we had an ex. Exceptionally qualified graduating class This afternoon And it was extremely fulfilling
2: (laughs) (laughs) Very good That was This was today once That brings us to our next segment Called location 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 Contestants uh, congrats everyone You're now all the owners of the following Business in the shittiest You are all now Business owners in the following Shitty places slash scenarios Uh, Make us want to buy what you're selling JoJo, mm-hmm. you sell Gillette razors in a town that is entirely populated uh, by sexist lumberjacks.
1: Wait, sexist?
2: Sexist <laughs> lumberjacks.
1: Oh, man, I read sexy. Sex... <laughs> you know what I think it was? Really, what's In the my difference? heart, <laughs> that's
2: what I wanted. <laughs> well, let's hear it. It's sexy lumberjacks. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. okay.
1: <laughs> I really fu- I'm sorry, <laughs> okay. I really it's fucked up. Ju- it's just... It's just an,
0: just an unintended layer. I mean, yeah. think of them as it really says more too. about me than anybody.
1: Yeah. Oh, okay. Paging Dr. Freud. Oh,
0: yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: sorry. More like Dr. Obvious. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Paging all right, Dr. So, Obvious. selling Gillette razors in a town populated by sexy lumberjacks.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna assume they're sexist too. I'm yeah. just gonna have that extra layer for myself. You
1: don't know what I
4: wrote.
1: This is gonna be difficult. Hi there, my name is Crandall Morris, and I'm the premier Gillette distributor for the town of Sex Flannel, Ontario. <laughs> due to a city ordinance, I'm not allowed to sell to town residents due to health concerns, because it gets so cold here, you lose the tip of your hog pissing in the trough, so those Gillette demands that I have to sell to you tourist folk. <laughs> now, you might be from a big city and think your Dollar Shave Club or Harry's Razor is enough to crush your savage underbrush, but one tangle in your dingles from looking at our local tree tamers will clue you in that your fancy delivered shaver is softer than a five-year-old's birthday party at Chuck E. Cheese, where they don't serve Molson's if it ain't Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you might think your undercarriage is smoother than a baby's bottom, but trust me, one look at our local man mountains will change your tune. Fashion a jukebox, getting a five across the eyes from the fawns.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, sir. The boys here don't shave them. By God, we don't want them to, because a heavy human winter coat's more useful than a match pack and a fart storm. So, as we reckon, it's best to use <laughs> our double, treble, and quintuple razors to give your pits a shear so close you think. You- oh, what I right <laughs> 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 your pits a shear so close you think you you're cleaning a peach sure you might have stubble and that's fine the boys here don't have too much problem getting gritty in your nitty but it's kind of hard to enjoy a genuine Jackbeard scruff when your landing strip is more like a Velcro pad (laughs) oh yeah the boys here are an open sort and I'm sure you'll find one that'll take you for a syrup ride in the sugar shack but only if you clean the nettles out and that's where Gillette comes in Yes, sir. They ain't great, but they're cheap. The double them up, and by God, our boys will thank you for it. And if you be needing razors, come on over to my place next to the Tim Hortons on Main Street. You can get rid of your stubble, get a large double-double, and get your pants into trouble for trespassing on someone's bedroom floor. <laughs> <laughs> and if you don't be needing any razors or want to roll in the hay with any of our folks, fuck off, bud. We don't need you. <laughs> Very good, JoJo Lewis. That was incredible. That was hard. <laughs>
2: Man. So good. So good I, I had to be standing to do that. <laughs> Very good. So good when you try.
0: <laughs> <It's nice. laughs>
2: Luke Soyen. Yes. Uh you just you sell breast milk to people.
5: <laughs> yeah. I was like, it was a different one, and then I was like, where do I sell it? And he's like, It doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. It'll be,
2: it'll be fun anywhere.
5: Okay. Um What's up, I'm Jake, and I'm 17. (laughs) I'm 17, I live at my mom's house, and she's been fucking my stepdad Greg a lot. Uh, I can hear them down the hall, because their bed sucks. It's like... (laughs) And then one time it broke, and they fell out, and I think Greg broke his dick or something. (laughs) The ambulance came, and he was crying, so I don't know, but... Anyways, they fucked so much, and now I have this new baby stepbrother. My mom, like, can't stop making breast milk. (laughs) So gross. Uh, sometimes, sometimes when I'm trying to sleep in on Sunday, Saturday, she'll be pumping with her breast pump machine. And it's just like, <makes noise>
4: It's
5: so annoying and like, like, and it's like a lot. It's like you know that scene in The Shining with the blood. It's like that, but instead of elevators, it's my mom's tits. <laughs> Anyways, I'm selling that shit. She. Puts it in the extra fridge outside in the garage in these little pouches. So I've been stealing them and selling them on eBay and Pornhub. (laughs) You guys didn't know you could sell stuff on Pornhub, huh? (laughs) I didn't know either. I call call it Cabrest Sun because it's in pouches. And I, anyways, it's not. It's not a good name. But I'm 17, so fuck you. Eight fifty each, or two for twelve (laughs) dollars. She makes so much, I just can't get rid of the
2: stuff. No, that's it. (laughs) Very good. Luke Soyen. Very good. That was a great impression of a breast pump. Sounded just like that.
5: That's because one time at Christmas, my cousin's (laughs) breast pump woke me up. (laughs) So it's based on a true story. That's
2: real. (laughs) Kim, are you ready? Are you ready for this one?
3: I feel personally
2: attacked, but... uh... I said cousin, not Kim. (laughs) Now, go on. All right, Kim. Uh, You're you're reselling uh, Bill Cosby as the spokesperson for Jell-O Pudding Pops.
3: Oh, Bill Cosby? I thought it was Bill Clinton. No, I'm kidding.
2: (laughs) I thought it was sexy Bill Cosby.
3: (laughs) No, that still works. (laughs) We at Jell-O are excited to announce that we're bringing back a beloved American father, Bill Cosby, who's probably best known for his work with us in the late 1970s and 1980s, promoting delicious frozen treats and absolutely nothing else. (laughs) You never cared about what was was in Jell-O before. Why start now? Jell-O pudding pops, the snack you can say yes to. That's actually their real slogan. (laughs) Wow. And we're going to need you to... Put that consent in writing. <laughs> We've relied on Bill Cosby's innovation for years. It was Cosby who invented the Jell-O Jigglers or as he refers to them non-alcoholic Jello shots. <laughs> the only thing that Jell-O's been known for for the past 20 years is getting college kids drunker than they intended to be. <laughs> so we're bringing back Bill Cosby.
2: <laughs> we're good. Cam Martell. Good job. Jesse Jones. Yeah, I'm sorry, I was in a hurry. Yeah, uh, you offer scat-styled singing lessons <laughs> 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 to people that are specifically into scatological pornography.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah. Poop porn. Poop porn. Poop yeah. porn. Scat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
4: pop, baboo Oh oh hey there Clyde <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hear you slide on in on account of my wailing scales on the mouth toot. <laughs> <laughs> you look confused, like you in the wrong place. Don't worry, Jake. We get that kind of dizzy all the time here. You see, I offer lessons in improvisational mouth instrumentality and vocalization here in this establishment named after a very specific type of Ohio-style lattes. So it is not... (laughs) So it is not uncommon for wanderers who sojourn with a certain expectation of scat night at the Cleveland steamer (laughs) to be flummoxed at what it is they do indeed discover inside. But fret not, my newfound chum. The two self-expressionistic disciplines are not entirely dissimilar. Each requires from the respective practitioner a similar set of muscle techniques. (laughs) You want to make it flow nice and smooth. Just slide on out. A subtle pucker and a gentle push. You don't want to force it. Don't want to strain or grunt and groan. And we both know that even the slightest fleck of blood ain't at all a good sign. (laughs) Only difference you can find is between the shit coming out of your mouth versus the shit going into your mouth. So why not stick around? Fill the air with that sweet sound. Because whether it's making self-important gibberish noises with your mouth organ (laughs) or dropping clumps of unabsorbed nutritional waste all over the torso of some uh, somebody like it hot. <laughs> Remember, baby, oo beep, babble, squee Let's <laughs> <That's> jazz.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> that was location, location, location. That brings us to our final segment of the evening, Damn. Uh, called "Vows to an Asshole." Vows to an asshole. Uh, congratulations, everyone! You're no, you know being married to someone that's an asshole uh let's hear the vows to them uh jojo lewis uh you're marrying county clerk kim davis
1: <laughs> oh you've heard of my the lady wife.
2: That, <laughs> the lady that wouldn't improve the gay marriage stuff uh
1: huh cool
2: that's your lo- that's your new wife
1: <clears throat> well i First of all, we'll vow to ignore the fact that you're a middle-aged woman with a mullet for some reason. (laughs) I I vow to embrace the fact that uh, for a human being, the percentage of forehead to body is a little bit off. (laughs) I vow to really, really try to get up on Sunday to go to boring-ass stupid church with you, because that's important, I guess. (laughs) I vow to hold your hand as we prevent other couples from getting married. (laughs) (laughs) I vow to combine my bank account with yours, even though it's um, not fair that I have to pay for your stupid legal fringe. <laughs> and I vow to definitely not fuck a bunch of dudes while we're married. <laughs> Cause that would upset you. Oh, sorry, I mean marry a bunch of dudes. (laughs) Won't do that. I'm going to fuck them, though. (laughs) Because I find you attractive. I mean, come on, I'm just saying. I want to have a wedding cake and eat it, too. (laughs) I do. (laughs) Very good, JoJo. Very good.
2: Luke Zoyan, Uh, you'll be marrying former San Francisco Mayor Willie Brown. (laughs)
5: All right. I don't know a lot about him, so this is going to be my worst one. Well, he's a Um, cheater. He's a cheater. Yeah. For one. uh, (laughs) I Googled it. He's also a pumpkin eater. All right. This is going to be the worst one. (laughs) The worst one. You
1: ready? (laughs) Excellent.
5: Uh, Yeah. Cowabunga. um, uh, My dearest Willie, it's a good thing your old bald head is so adorable to me. I love staring at it. And if I ever see another woman's lipstick on it next to or on top of my lipstick... I'll stab you in your silly grandpa tummy (laughs) with our wedding silverware that my cousin Dina bought because I know everything, Willie. (laughs) I know what she bought, and I know what you did. (laughs) And if you call me Kamala Harris when you're inside me one more time, (laughs) I vow to microwave your testicles in chocolate sauce and have myself a lifetime movie night with some hot chocolate bonbons. <laughs> if I ever catch you with another lady, I'll fight her. <laughs> It'll be a battle of the bays. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, like, you know, like when the Giants and the A's had a battle and there was, right. an earth, you know.
1: Oh, I did not go there.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
5: because well, he was the mayor of why am I doing the voice of <laughs> uh, I will chop your tiny politician sized penis up into bologna and leave it soaked in my pee on some woman's doorstep uh, until she is so confused that John Ross makes it a prompt in a comedy podcast <laughs> this I vow <laughs> okay Willie let's get married before you cheat on me I love you or something. That's, that's it very good Luke very
2: good <clears throat> I have a personal vendetta against Willie Brown. Uh, his wife kicked me out of uh, the staff elevator at the Capitol. What? Yeah, I was I was working I was working for uh, Postmates and I had to deliver and I just jumped. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah, I jumped. Yeah. No, I, I jumped That's into the what elevator. She said. Were you
0: there? To be fair, no, no,
2: no. She didn't even talk to me. She talked to one of the advisors. <laughs> she was standing next to me and she goes, can you tell him this is the staff elevator? Wow. <laughs> and they're all, it's the staff elevator. I'm <laughs> like, okay, I guess I'll take the stairs.
5: You know what, John? I bet Kamala Harris wouldn't do that.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Mr.
0: Kamala it was humiliating. Harris. Anyway, oh. fuck him. <laughs> I don't know. A lot of gender stuff yeah, just, there. <laughs> just, hel- just held on to that grudge till you had this platform. I did. I did. This will show her. Yeah.
1: Tens of people are going to be actually so think mad.
2: I did the math. I did the math when I was. It was in '95, and I was downtown Plaza in Sacramento, and it was uh, Die Hard with a Vengeance. I went to the movie <laughs> with me and my friend. Midnight showing. Willie Brown was walking up the, the 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 corridor with a young woman, a very pretty young woman, and he was dating Kamala Harris back then. I think I saw them at Die Hard with a Vengeance in '95. <laughs> Yeah, I'm a part of history. Anyway,
5: wow. I'm glad I could be a vessel for your vengeance. You're welcome. I wish, <laughs> I,
2: had,
5: I, wish I had had more time to write a better.
2: <laughs> no, you did. You did fine. You did good. Okay. I Kim Martell. Okay. Let's go ahead and move this on. Uh, Kim, you're marrying uh, a doctor who needlessly prescribes too many pharmaceuticals. That's the asshole you're marrying. Yeah. Uh.
1: Getting close to home, huh? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: Ecclesiastes 4 9 10 two are better than one for if they fall one will lift the other but I know you would add to this doctor and say maybe it's an inner ear problem (laughs) or vertigo or low blood pressure I look into your face and I know I'll never be depressed or or pee too much or not enough or suffer from gout I promise to be so sweet to you you might actually have to use that metformin you keep writing out for everyone finally I vow to be as devoted to you as you've been to contributing to the opioid epidemic <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's beautiful <clears throat> and finally for the last prop of the night Jesse Jones yeah. uh, you're marrying the man who keeps leaving pea-soaked baloney at the <laughs> woman's door yeah. that guy keeps coming back yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's wait a second let me, I wanna, I wanna <laughs> oh okay, I, I got a bed for this let me, let's see if I could find some, some something for Just you
0: it's a good thing there was no momentum in this show. Yep.
2: <laughs> Jesse, you'll be married. Ah, the yes. man who keeps leaving peace soaked baloney at the <laughs> woman's door.
0: Okay. There we are. Herbert, my love, you are the most thoughtful, generous, persistent man I've ever <laughs> known. When you first approached me, leaving your Little tokens of love dangling from my knob. (laughs) Ew. I wasn't quite sure how to feel. At first, I was confused. Was this a warning? (laughs) A, A threat? A proposal? I didn't judge. I'm open to all sorts of quaint regional customs. I was intrigued.
4: I just wanted to know more.
0: I wanted to understand, and clearly, with the unrelenting frequency of your sloshy meat treats, <laughs> you wanted me to understand, too. So I did some research, sh- searching for the answers that I could not find in those crinkly bags of rust-colored liquid. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and ammonia-scented, thick-cut deli meats. <laughs> It's good, good baloney. <clears throat> For example, in Romania, finding a Kaiser roll smeared in snot meant you would be spared in the next mine collapse.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> in Lithuania, wedges of provolone left on your windshield was a sign that you would soon be coming into money. <laughs> and in Bulgaria. Coming into money was believed to ward off bill collectors. (laughs) Ultimately, I could find no reference to lunch meat floating in piss bags, but that might just be because I stopped looking and just took to jerking off into a jar of pennies. (laughs) But I didn't need to know what some book wanted to tell me about what your gifts gifts meant, because I knew what my heart wanted to tell me it meant. (laughs) And you know that until the day those bags stop showing up, dangling there like the warm, disgusting gesture of love they are, that you'll always find my Ziploc baggies full of breadsticks and diarrhea. (laughs) Shoved halfway through your mail slot. (laughs) 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 And you'll understand that I love you too. (laughs) Very good. That was Vows to an Asshole.
2: You know, that's the end of Stab. One more time for all the contestants you saw this evening JoJo Lewis, Luke Sein, Kim Martell, Jesse Jones. If you'd like to hear more of our stabs, uh, go to one of our many online outlets, the primary of which being Stab for Gold Stab, the number 4gold.com, or you can check us out on iTunes, uh, Stitcher, or SoundCloud, or YouTube, and watch the show. Thank you, guys. Have a good night. (laughs) Officially sponsored by Class. Play Class.
0: It's not sponsored.